0: start we just start talking and at some point you hit the record button and we see where we end up
1: we've already done that
0: oh oh (laughs) well hello there
1: (laughs) hello there you've reached the chaise lounge and it is january the first um it is our first podcast of 2024 aren't you excited that you are here with us today (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we've been kind of like putting off doing our weekend podcast this weekend until it hit the first you know so we could like start the year off right so exactly there you go um this has been a good weekend um we have done absolutely nothing which has been nice actually we did get some stuff we, we got the tree down um we got all the trash that was on the front porch taken down to the dumpster which was what about eight bags of trash <laughs> something like that yeah just <laughs> ridiculous. I
0: didn't realize there was that many until we started carrying them out to the truck. I was like, God dang.
1: It was all that stuff from Christmas. It's just been sitting there. But yeah, so we got all that taken care of. Got the ferret cage moved back, cleaned out, and moved back. Yep. Got a bunch of stuff done. Starting Cooked to get, today.
0: Getting back a little bit more normal the way it looks in here.
1: Yeah. I didn't intend to cook a meal. Today, we intended to not do anything, but then we were like, hey, um, you know, you could cook some cornbread, and maybe we'd have some black-eyed peas, and maybe we could, like, make some candied yams, and then it just kind of went from there. Yeah. And we ended up with, like, a full meal.
0: Well, it started with me wanting some cornbread for today, and then one of the kids wanted uh, chicken and dressing.
1: (laughs) Mm hmm Which we did.
0: And I was like, so. I was like, well, if I'm going to make the cornbread, when are you going to ever make these yams that you bought? Like, the day after Christmas?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's. No, I I bought those the day after Thanksgiving. It wasn't even oh, the day after Oh, it was the Christmas. day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was wasn't the day it? after Thanksgiving because they were on sale. So they've been sitting in the pantry unused, alone.
0: It, it has been that long since you bought those.
1: Mm-hmm. But now they have been properly uncanned and properly eaten they
0: haven't yeah. been properly eaten yet there's still too much there's still too much of it left in there
1: give me a minute I love yams
0: <laughs> oh I know those are good they'll
1: be gone by the end of the night <laughs> 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 oh goodness oh hang on I'll watch
0: thing is that usually when we watch this we always have a we tend to have some kind of sport, sporting event on I
1: there's no there's no football on tonight cuz all the football games were played on saturday and sunday
0: there's be monday not football
1: uh yeah i guess but that that's uh, not till what like 7 and i mean it's it's like 5:30 right now yeah. so that's yeah, not coming so instead we yet.
0: have what this is episode 6
1: uh yes episode 6 star wars six, right where um emperor palpatine is like trying to kill luke and then Vader steps in. Throws <gasps> don't ruin
0: it, out. In case somebody's haven't seen it. <laughs> Shh. You don't know.
1: No. This movie is forty years old. Okay. That means if nothing. If you have not seen it by now, it is your fault. Okay. <laughs> your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's forty years old. That is bullshit. This movie came out in nineteen eighty-three. Ooh. That was a long time ago.
0: Yeah, of course. You know, I was sitting there watching it, you know, and it was that scene where uh, Chewie, or uh, uh, the uh, what are the small Walkers called? They're not the ads, are they?
1: Uh, ATST.
0: But they were like chasing down the Ewoks and shooting all around them and everything, and then Chewy and a couple of Ewoks took over one of them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then like all of a sudden. They're, they're like, better at using that thing than what the trained stormtroopers are.
1: Well. you've got
0: these creatures that are in this thing that have no training whatsoever on how to operate this piece of machinery.
1: Well, I think Chewie's doing most of, like, the, the heavy lifting as far as, like, piloting that thing. I
0: know, but they have no idea how to use that thing. But they get in it, they start doing it, and they start shooting, and they're hitting the other walkers, and they're hitting the other... Stormtroopers around. I'm like, all of oh, a sudden, that thing's a sharpshooter. But before, they couldn't hit anything with it.
1: It is canon. It is absolutely explicitly stated in Star Wars canon that stormtroopers can't hit the broadside of a barn. Oh, I know. Because remember, they made a joke of it in The Mandalorian. Right those two troopers were sitting there trying to hit something and they're like "Ah, well whatever right they just <laughs> they couldn't, couldn't hit anything it. and then when uh, when Bill Burr was the uh, he was the ex-elite stormtrooper he wasn't a regular stormtrooper he was an elite stormtrooper you remember that was helping out uh, that was helping out Mando and uh, Cara Dune and uh, he they called him a stormtrooper at one point and he got pissed about it he's like I'm a sharpshooter I am not a stormtrooper
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like he got super mad about it <laughs> So it's like explicitly stated in canon that, that stormtroopers are known to not be able to hit anything.
0: It was like that one commercial you saw. I'm sitting here doing that and they were like like shooting at those cans or whatever. And like One of them like walked up like right next to it and still couldn't hit it.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, th- I think maybe it, it, it's not about the Ewoks' ability to use... The guns on that on the ATST. I think it's about the fact that the stormtroopers are just terrible at their jobs.
0: I guess that's why there's so many of them because they thought maybe if we just have so many, by pure happenstance, I mean one of them. If you've got that many "quote unquote" trained stormtroopers shooting at something, I mean they're bound to hit something.
1: Well, I I wonder because there's a little bit of back and forth about where the stormtroopers originated, okay? So we've got episodes 1, 2, and 3 that say that the stormtroopers are all clones, right? But there's a lot of extended universe media that the the stormtroopers are not clones. They are People that have been taken as slaves, there are children that were working in the mines that have been conscripted into the into the the empire, and they're forced to fight. So there could be a, a situation where those conscripted people that are there against their will are just like, "Fuck this!" Like, you know, we're I'm you know, I'm not here to kill people. You know, I'm just I, I'm here because I have to be. Right. You know some it it may be it may be a situation like that where they just it's not that they're bad at at shooting they just genuinely don't want to kill anybody
0: because i still like those shirts some of my favorite star wars shirts are the ones that's like it's all it says is i had friends that worked on that death star
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness uh yeah well, I, I have I have gotten, like, my hand slapped for suggesting that uh, that there were innocent people on the Death Star. Because they're like, even the contractors knew what it was for. You know what? That is besides the point. Those contractors had families. Are you trying to tell me that a space station that is the size of a planet doesn't have families living in it? Look at the Enterprise. Look at Star Trek. The Star Trek Enterprise. That ship had families in it. Yeah. And it... it, it was not intended to be a warship, but it could defend itself as necessary. And so you're telling me that a planet-sized vessel with millions of people living in it don't have families with them? Right. I mean, these guys are not going home on the weekend. They're gone for years at a time. Of course they're going to bring their families with them. So when the Rebels took out the Death Star, I guarantee you they, def- they definitely took out innocent people. 100%. Oh, yeah. So, yeah.
0: That's like too. I saw a thing. It was like the kind of like a behind the scenes deal, like when they were filming Star Wars, and it was talking about how, you know, James Earl Jones was chosen to do the voice for Vader. Right. But when they were filming it, the actor that played the role,
1: David Prowse,
0: of Vader, was saying the lines. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? I
1: have. That it does is not so sound weird. right.
0: <laughs> that, was, I was like, "Man, you are talking about making a good choice?" Because that right there would not have worked.
1: That completely changed the movie. Yeah, it completely changed the movie having James Earl Jones be Vader. Um, yeah, but uh, David Prowse—he's a big, he's a big menacing type person. Like you know, he's just a big tall guy, but he did not have a voice that matched his physique.
0: Right. Like, he's one of those, you know, like, when you talk to somebody on the phone and you've never seen them before, you're, at least for me, you, my mind already starts trying to figure out what they look like based mm-hmm. off their voice. Mm-hmm. I would not have pictured him anything close.
1: The, the realtor lady, that is not what I thought she looked like based on her voice. I did nope. <laughs> I thought she was about twice that size. <laughs> she is a little bitty person. Yeah. But her voice is not little bitty like her voice made me think of somebody that was, you know, rather generously um
0: in stature.
1: Yeah, uh, yes. Um and also, you know, just just a fluffy person. That's kind of the the um, you know, impression I got. And I was wrong. <laughs> but yeah, you're right I, I, the the voice made it though. I mean, because if James Earl Jones had not been in this movie, I don't I mean, I hate to say that the movie wouldn't have been the same movie, but I don't think it would have done as well. There's just something about kind of that commanding, just, you know. Anyway. Can't imagine a movie without James Earl (laughs) Jones.
0: Yeah. I mean, but then again, you're like, you get that whole Mandela effect thing because if that's the only thing that we would have ever been introduced to, it wouldn't have seemed all that weird.
1: I I agree with you. But what I'm saying is, I think had we not been introduced to James Earl Jones in this movie as the voice of Vader, and it had just been David Prowse's voice, even if they had overdubbed the lines to make it sound a little more menacing in his voice, I don't think this movie would have done as well. I really don't. I think I think James Earl Jones was kind of the 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 magic sauce on these movies. Because think about think about watching Kenobi and that final battle between Anakin and Obi-Wan. And half of his mask is off. And part of his voice is Anakin's and part of it is part of it is Darth Vader. And it keeps modulating back and forth. Think how powerful that is. It wouldn't have sounded right if Anakin's voice had been coming out of Vader's helmet. Yeah. You know, it, I, it would have been a different movie. I, I just got chills thinking about that scene. That was, <laughs> that was such a good scene. Speaking speaking of Anakin, I'm so glad that uh, Hayden Christensen has kind of been redeemed in the eyes of like the Star Wars people. Like he's happy now. He's you know he doesn't he doesn't regret that part of his life anymore, which is good. Yeah. Because the kid that played Anakin on Tatooine quit acting after he was in that movie because people were so goddamn mean to him. Like, he just got out of the business. That's horrible. And people were seriously mean to Hayden Christensen about it because they didn't, like, they didn't like the role that he was in. They didn't like his performance. But his performance was hampered by the fact that George Lucas was directing everything, and George Lucas is not a good director. I'm sorry. I love you, George. <laughs> you did a great thing with Star Wars. You're a terrible director, okay? The only reason 4, 5, and 6 were good was because his wife edited it and made it what it is. She took, she took George by the hand and said, no, sweetie, we're, we're, not, we're not doing this thing that you want to do. We're going to do this other thing, and it's going to be better. And then it was. One, two, and three is what happens when George Lucas doesn't have a leash on him. <laughs> 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 but somebody, somebody pointed out to me, you know how, how everybody doesn't like um, the way that Hayden Christensen says his lines? He says "I'm kind of in a weird cadence. Right. If you take that cadence... The way that he says his lines and pitch the voice down about three notches, you have Darth Vader speaking. Yeah. So, so the way he says his lines, he's speaking like Darth Vader. We're just not hearing it going through the modulator. So, I mean, he he's that was that was a really good acting cho- or a really good directorial choice. We just didn't catch it. We didn't understand what they were doing.
0: Huh, I never thought about that. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah,
1: and if you, if you take Darth Vader's lines, Luke, I am your father, or yeah, no, I am your father, uh, you know it to be true, all this stuff. If you take it and pitch it up about three notches, it's Anakin's voice. And it's the exact same cadence all the way through. So, you know, props on Hayden Christensen for knowing how to be a good actor. Also, he kicked ass in Ahsoka
0: yeah that was a good that was a good that was good series right there when he,
1: when he was walking when when she was when she was having her little lucid dream or whatever she was you know when she was about to die and he came out of the out of the the mist and he was he was vader for a second and then he was like back to Anakin and he was like it was like oh my god
0: yeah that was some cool like cinematic <laughs> shit right there I yeah. mean the way they made him look
1: it oh. was awesome. <laughs> Is it David Filoni that has got the the that has the reins on all the, like, Ahsoka and, and Obi-Wan? And, isn't he the one that's doing all this, David Filoni? Ah,
0: Don't get me lying. I don't and,
1: know. Hang on. Talk. I want to look it was, this
0: up. But just like those different visuals you got, cause like, because even in the background, you knew which, which Anakin was walking toward her. You know, because they had, like, if it was the Anakin that was there to be helpful or whatever, he was this blue color. And then whenever you saw it kind of start looking red, mm-hmm. I remember when we were watching it the first time we were like, "Oh, <laughs> you see that? You see that? Oh my gosh! Look what's about to happen! We're about to get the real fader coming out." Mm-hmm. And then he comes out and he's got like the his eyes are different and his hair mm-hmm. is different and you're like, "Oh shit, that's scary!"
1: And when when she got up real close to him and they had locked lightsabers and his eyes went yellow for a second like he was about to or no his his eyes went uh they either went red or yellow i can't remember which because he was he was doing that sith turn right there yeah and he was he was daring her fight me and if you watched her eyes her eyes went yellow too for just a second but you had to catch it but it was right there because she never completed her jedi training but she's also never like sunk into the dark side but she can yeah and that was that was like, mm, got me <laughs> But yeah, it's, I just looked it up. It's Dave Filoni um, okay. is the one that did Ahsoka, and he's the one that did, um, he's the one that did Obi-Wan. And um, apparently he was taught everything about the Star Wars universe directly by George Lucas. And on top of that, he's a nerd and a fanboy, and he's really good at making shows. Apparently. He, he's been the magic touch this entire time. And uh, uh oh my gosh, what is the other guy's name? Hang on, I got to look this up too. Um,
0: the other guy for what?
1: Um uh, What is his name?
0: For what? What are you talking about? Uh, what are you this looking?
1: guy. Um Kevin. Kevin Fish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he's he's the other one that's like the two of them work together to to create these shows. So Kevin like, That's McBe-
0: another dude Just just seems like he just can do no wrong.
1: Well, I mean, he's, he's controlled every aspect of the MCU since it came out. Since they started with Iron Man. I mean, I don't understand how somebody is that good at making movies that people want to watch. People are like, oh, they're just comic book movies. No, they, they're, they're movies that people want to watch. Yeah. Look, Michael Bay. Michael Bay did the Transformers movies. Made a lot of money. Do people talk about them? No, they do not. They're just Transformers movies. You go to them, you watch them, you eat popcorn, you enjoy two hours of your life, and then you're done with it. There's no lines that you remember out of Transformers. There's no special characters you remember out of Transformers. There's there's no story for you to grab hold of and to build this world out of. You can't say that about the MCU. It
0: was cool with the guy that does the voice for Optimus. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching like this award ceremony thing that he got some like lifelong achievement award or whatever, and at the very end of his speech, he kicked on that Optimus Prime voice, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Well, I guess you know it's all time to roll out." And the way he did it, I was just like, "Oh, let me watch that again. Let me watch that again. Let me watch that again." It was just so cool. Just it was it was just weird seeing this old man up there. And you hear Optimus Primes. Come out it. Because you, you would think that it was some kind of like auto-tuner. Mm-hmm. You know? But it wasn't. It was this guy's actual fucking voice. And I was just like, oh, that was cool as shit.
1: I found out something the other day that absolutely blew my mind. You know how, you know Jeremy Irons? No. Okay. He is a famous British actor. He's been around for freaking ever. He did Scar in The Lion King. Okay. Okay. So the voice of Scar in The Lion King. He did all the voice acting. He did all the singing. He did everything except for the last half of the song, Be Prepared. When he said that line, You won't get a taste without me it destroyed his vocal cords because he was like bearing into it so much when he was singing that song that Jeremy Irons, it destroyed his vocal cords. So they had to bring somebody else in to finish the last half of that song and do a couple more of the lines throughout the movie. You know who they brought in? The same guy who did the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Really? Yes. Same guy. Now, he was not doing an impression of Scar. He was doing an impression of Jeremy Irons' doing Ding scar crash. singing
0: now that's talent
1: <laughs> and damn. you did did you know that there was two different voices in that song i didn't i mean that that blew my mind when i found that out but the guy that did winnie the pooh he's probably one of the most talented voice actors that has ever been in hollywood damn i saw
0: no, i did not know that Sure. <laughs> <true. laughs>
1: i was like holy shit <laughs> They um I, they showed a picture of of the that boy. I need I need to look up his name because I, I want to credit him properly. Hang on. Let's see. A voice actor for Winnie the Pooh. Oh, let me find him. Jim Cummings. Okay, Jim Cummings. And he has done What all has he done? Um Let's see. Jim Cummings. There we go. Um they showed a picture of him standing in front of all the voices that he's done, and it, 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 it's an insane number of voices, and you know all of them. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, um...
0: And see, and what's neat about that is you'll see stuff like that, and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't know he did all those.
1: Yeah, he, he did, let's see, um, let me see if I can find... Kind of like
0: one of our kids today was talking about Seth MacFarlane and all the voices he does you know, he does a bunch of different ones.
1: Jim Cummings characters. Here we go. Uh yeah, he did Tigger, Winnie the Pooh, uh let's see, the Tasmanian Devil. Um King Triton from um uh uh, uh The Little Mermaid. Uh he was in Sonic the Hedgehog. Um he was in The Mummy. Um you you've heard this guy's voice (laughs) you just don't know that you've heard his voice
0: (laughs) if you've watched movies you've heard his voice
1: oh here you go uh these are all the characters that he's done in that picture yeah those are those are the ones that he's done in that picture he was darkwing duck he was scar he was the cheshire cat uh he was uh he was baloo from uh yosemite sam yosemite sam i mean the tasmanian devil i mean look at all those characters that he was isn't that crazy and that one guy, that many characters came out of his voice. Can you imagine kind of trying to keep them all straight in your head? Huh. <laughs> but this, I, like, like you mentioned, uh, Seth MacFarlane, I mean, he, when he's on um, Family Guy, he does, uh, these are the ones I know off the top of my head. Um, he does Quagmire, uh, Peter, um, Stewie, Brian. Um, who else does he does that, that's like a main, a main voiced character? On which show? on a, a family guy. So when he's when he is these characters,
0: he does more of the characters in that show than what he doesn't.
1: Yeah, that's true. But like when you have Peter Brian and Stewie all talking to each other in a scene, that is Seth MacFarlane talking to himself.
0: Yeah, having a conversation flipping around, using all three voices to have a conversation. I mean, I, I can remember like when we were watching uh, Jeff Dunham. Yeah. And it was him, and he had Jose, Jose the jalapeno. jalapeno on a stick, and um,
1: and a, 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 a peanut.
0: Peanut. And they were arguing with each other, and he was ta- trying to talk, argue, like trying to get them to stop. hmm And Jose was speaking Spanish sometimes, and sometimes uh, Peanut was speaking Spanish. And then he's just, like, going back and forth between all three of them, and you're just like...
1: It's like, how the hell... Holy like, shit. How are you keeping this straight in your head? Right. And he's not missing on on the mouth movements or anything, like when he's doing his hands to make the mouth movements and everything. So he's getting the voice, he's doing the mouth movements, he's doing the accent, he's doing the intent. I, I, I just, I don't understand how your brain lock works that way.
0: Yeah, that, that, was, that was impressive. Completely.
1: And... When he put Jose Jalapeno in the in the suitcase and then made it sound like he was in the suitcase. Yeah. I don't understand how he did that either. Because <laughs> he was just as close to the microphone as he was when when Jose was outside of the suitcase.
0: Right. But
1: he did something with his voice to make it sound like Jose was in the suitcase. I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> it's magic.
0: <laughs> but then we've been watching another magical show lately again. That was, uh... <laughs> modern family oh my gosh <laughs> I didn't you know I, I've watched those here and there before and I enjoyed the show but sitting here just on the couch for several hours a day watching it
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're like man this is a really good show
1: it really is
0: <laughs> I mean some of the little sayings that that you remember from there like it, it's still it's one of my favorite ones here one of those we watched recently is whenever uh, Jay bought uh, Manny the uh, BB gun pistol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's out there on the water and almost on, on the swimming pool and it's a big floating. She walks up and just like quick fires it because she's arguing with him or something and pops a hole in it.
1: Gloria. Gloria yeah.
0: does. And then <laughs> Manny's like, you could have hit me. She goes, oh, I could have unbuttoned your shirt if I wanted to. <laughs>
1: And then at the end of the episode, Jay was doing something she didn't like, and she had the BB pistol out, and she was holding it like a gangster.
0: Yeah, holding it sideways after she just shot the the lid all out of his hand.
1: (laughs) That's such a great show. It really is. (laughs) I forget how good it is, and then I watch it again, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a good show. There's a reason that this show was on for 12 years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And poor, and, and here's something that I don't understand. You've got Mitchell and Cam, the gay couple that are on the show. And I don't understand how Cam is at the same time more gay than Mitchell, but also more manly. Yeah. I, but, you know, Cam is just as happy being out in the yard. Mitchell, doing...
0: they're, they're both obviously gay. But like you're saying, Mitchell or Cam. It, Mitchell never sparkles the way Cam does. It,
1: y- yes. Cam is very sparkly. But he never goes sparkly.
0: full butch the way Cam does either. Like when they heard the voice that came in over their, over their
1: ba- baby, baby monitor.
0: monitor. And like, Mitchell was like freaking out. Didn't Completely know what to do. froze
1: up.
0: Froze up, woke up Cam, and he said, Cam, there's somebody in Lily's room. I can hear him on the monitor. And he immediately pops out of bed, grabs the bat, and goes, "It's go time!" And he takes <laughs> off. And then a few minutes later, here comes Mitch in there with a newspaper rolled up, newspaper, and he's like, "Oh, if there'd have been a spider in here, oh my god!" You
1: know? <laughs> well, you haven't seen the scene. Well, I don't. I don't know if you've seen the scene uh, in the past, but it's it's coming up in one of these these upcoming episodes where um, Cam is dressed up like a clown, and somebody, and he's sitting in the car at the gas station. And Mitchell is pumping gas, and somebody comes up and, like, starts getting in Mitchell's face and, like, screwing with him. And Cam gets out of the car in full clown gear (laughs) and just takes this guy down. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't do anything physical to him, but just completely physically intimidates him by using his words and his, like, just his physical presence And the guy immediately backed down, even though Cam looked just ridiculous in this clown outfit.
0: Well, come on. The guy was obviously (laughs) smart. Because, I mean, if you are mouthing off to somebody and a large man comes running, you know, coming up to you, threatening to kick your ass, basically, and he's dressed as a clown, (laughs) then you're going to be kind of like... Yeah, this motherfucker's probably crazy. Because he's walking around in a clown outfit looking to fight somebody. That, that, that's, not, that, 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 that's, that's not the person you want to fight.
1: You do you, sir. I'll be over here.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I, you know what?
1: I was wrong. I'm going to go ahead and leave now. Oh, it's the first Avengers movie. This is such a good movie.
0: Oh, yeah. <coughs>
1: This is where um, Loki commits genocide, and we forgive him for it. Yeah. Or he tries to commit genocide, and we forgive him for it. You still have not watched the last episode of Loki, where he completely redeems his storyline.
0: I know. You
1: need to watch it, because I'm going to spoil it for you if you don't.
0: Okay, I'll watch it.
1: <laughs> it's so good. It takes all the loose ends of Loki's story, and... And just ties them into this beautiful little bow. And you're like, oh, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. <clears throat> um, the Cowboys are <laughs> tied for first in their division. Thank you very much.
0: Well, technically, they're not tied for first. They are in first.
1: Uh, the standings right now are the Dallas Cowboys, 11 and 5, 4-1 and one division, with a... 0.688 PCT, whatever that is. And the Eagles also have 11-5, and 4-1 and division, 0.688 PCT. So they're tied for first.
0: It's the winning percentage.
1: Okay. They're,
0: but they're not tied. What, what are the Eagles in the division?
1: Um, it just says 4-1 and division. I don't know what that is. Um, Where? See, this is uh, week 17 standings for the division, the NFC East. The Cowboys and the Eagles have the exact same ranking. And then, the, and then it's the Giants and the Commanders. Next week.
0: If both teams win, Dallas still wins the division. But I'm not sure how they figure it out. Because it's always usually based on who has the best record in the division.
1: If the Eagles win next week, Dallas doesn't win the division. They they come in second. No, 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 you're right. You're right. They win the division. They come in, they're seated second for the.
0: One of them's the wild card.
1: Yes. Yeah, um, but Dallas has to beat the Commanders next week. <laughs> it's the Commanders. They're 4-12 and right now. I'm not going to say Dallas is not going to lose this game because Dallas has lost stupider matches matchups like when they played the Cardinals. They had no business losing that game. So I'm not going to say they're not going to What lose. The Cardinals have
0: won four games this year. One of them's been against Dallas,-
1: mm-hmm.
0: one of them has been against uh Philly-, mm-hmm. and I can't remember who they beat the other two times, but the other two times it was like, they shouldn't have won that game, yeah, they had no business winning that game.
1: No, they had no business winning the four games that they won. <laughs> Cardinals suck this year, they're horrible. But we were watching, the. I didn't even realize that uh, the Cowboys and the Lions were playing on Saturday until the third quarter. I was like, oh, crap, the game's on. So, like, I turned the game on, <clears throat> and it's, it's...
0: Um, At halftime, and it was like 7-3. to three.
1: Yeah, and I was like, why is this game so close? Like, I don't understand. Like, Dallas should be running away with this game. It's the Lions. And then I got to thinking about it. I was like, no, the Lions are good this year. Yeah. They, like, came out of nowhere and just, like, they were horrible last year, and they're good this year, and nobody understands why. I mean, the, this is the uh, the Ravens are, are good this year. They're never good.
0: They're, like, beyond good. They're, like, they played Miami yesterday, and Miami's a good team this year.
1: Yeah, and where did that come from? they beat the
0: crap out of Miami.
1: This has been such a weird year.
0: I think a lot of it has to do with the shitty officials they have this year. Well,
1: that's what I was just fixing to say because the officiating across the league, I'm not even saying against the Cowboys because they have made some seriously questionable calls in the Cowboys' favor that I was sitting there going, why, why did they let that go? Yeah,
0: like, Are you they call me? some of the stuff, but then, like, that one play we watched with a guy, it was obvious pass interference, but it didn't get called.
1: Yeah, and we're like, uh, But then you see the
0: one where C.D. Lamb almost gets his pants pulled down to his ankles.
1: (laughs) No, they practically pantsed him in the end zone.
0: Oh, no, no. There's no holding there.
1: Micah Parsons has gone, would they say, 83 quarters without having a holding call against him or or on him? You should see some of the pictures that they're showing.
0: What she's saying is that an offensive holding that someone committed... On Micah Parsons.
1: Yes. Micah Parsons is not the one doing the holding. He's the one being held. Right. And it is, I mean, they have got that child wrapped up like they are hugging and him for Christmas. Tugging
0: on everything they can get a hold of on his uniform, his collar, it doesn't matter, his belt. Because a- that's the only way they can stop this dude.
1: Yes. That is literally the only way they can stop him.
0: When they play him fairly, their quarterback ends up on their ass. Mm
1: hmm. And, and it makes me wonder if that wasn't an officiating decision, like league wide, where they're like, "Dude, we we gotta let him have a chance against Micah Parsons because somebody's gonna get hurt because he wraps these quarterbacks up. Not not that he's trying to hurt them. That's not what I'm saying.
0: But he gets to them quick.
1: He gets to them real quick. And you know that this is not this is not the era of Aikman." Eggman got put out early. I mean, his career should have gone on another 10 years. But he got put out early because of the number of concussions he was getting.
0: Oh, Captain, concussion. But then again, but Eggman that, every time somebody like brushed him a little, got the, too close to him, he got a concussion. The
1: rules were different back then. The rules back then were kill the man with the ball. And yeah. We don't give a fuck how you do it. They were taking Aikman down like they were trying to kill him. I mean, seriously. You can't do that now. And I wonder if they're afraid that if they, if they flag these holding calls on Micah Parsons, and allow him to get through the line, that somebody's going to get hurt. Not on purpose, but I mean, when you're going after a quarterback that quick, you know, somebody's going to break an ankle. <laughs> it's going to hurt a throwing arm.
0: Somebody's going to break something.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I just wonder if it's if it's a defense mechanism trying to protect the quarterbacks. Just by the officiating team. But the officiating across the league has been horrible this entire year. There's been complaints about it all year. Um, To the point where uh, the officiating was so bad in the uh, Lions-Cowboys game on Saturday that that specific officiating team is going to be downgraded by the NFL and not allowed to participate in the playoffs. Yeah. Because their calls were so bad. I mean, I'm sorry. The Lions should have won that game.
0: Well, based off of how they decided to play defense on that last drive that Detroit had, Mm -hmm. then, yeah. It's like Dallas was trying to give up the damn game or something. I mean, I I never understand why would you – you've had a defensive scheme that has worked fairly well.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It's held The entire game. Yeah.
0: So why would you change it up all of a sudden?
1: Yeah, it, it was like they were trying to allow them to score. They just And Detroit kept moving the ball. What was it, uh, four plays? And they had it all the way down to the end zone? It's like, are you kidding me?
0: Yeah. And then they had that whole controversy where and they, they, they got the touchdown, went for the two-point conversion in the win, got the two-point conversion, then a the flag was called and they had to redo it with a penalty. And then it was well that was because it had an eligible receiver is the one that caught it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then it was like well the guy walked over near the, the referee, but they were trying to be nonchalant about him reporting as an eligible receiver
1: because they were trying to trick the cowboys into thinking that he was not an eligible. So receiver apparently so he, get he
0: covered. and it was like well he never he never reported saying that he was so that's why it got called back. And then they did the play again, and Micah Parsons jumped off sides.
1: Mm-hmm. But the ball was intercepted.
0: Intercepted, but that was a null play because he was off sides. Right. So then they had to go back and do this thing a third time, <laughs> and then they finally stopped him, and everybody was like, and then some of these people were like, oh, well, he tried to report. He, he did He He told the referee he was reporting, but, but then you said that, that the Lions coach actually came out and said, He didn't report, the other guy did. 70 did, but 68 didn't. Right. He was supposed to have, but he
1: didn't report. But you should see it all over Facebook. There's stuff, there's like, if you look at it from this angle, he did report. Well, if you look at it from this angle, the play's over, dude. The game's over. It doesn't freaking matter right now. The Lions lost. What I don't understand about the Lions' offensive decisions during those last couple of plays is you have tried for the two-point conversion, and it has not worked. Kick the extra point and put it in OT. Yep. Win it there. You have tried this three times, and it has not worked. It's not you, you can't keep going back to the same well.
0: But see, what that tells me, when a coach does that, that means he doesn't have the confidence in his defense that if the other team gets the ball first... That his defense can stop him. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. what
0: that's that's what I that's what I see with that.
1: What's up? Uh, make sure you wash it in cold water, as cold as you can possibly stand. Don't use Head and Shoulders, and uh, try not to use much shampoo. Okay.
0: You. Yeah,
1: the you're kin- welcome.
0: All you had to do was ask. I know everything.
1: The kid dyed his hair today, so I'm trying to give him tips on how not to lose that hair color. He's going to lose a lot of it, but I think, you know, if he's careful, most of it will stay. Yeah. But uh, what? hang on. There was a controversy here. Um, I, I Talk for a second because I want to look something up. It's a football thing. A um, uh,
0: controversy on what?
1: There was a guy who was out at the coin toss who was not supposed to be out at the coin toss, and he oh, got Oh, Yeah, suspended. okay. Well, what
0: happened is that I already know what that situation was. I don't remember the player, but when you're out there at the coin toss, and this has happened, uh, this actually happened in a Dallas game last year because somebody said the wrong thing. Uh, Because, like, when you win the coin toss.
1: Jair Alexander. You
0: have to say, do you want to kick Mm -hmm. or do you want to receive? Mm -hmm. He didn't, and they wanted to where they were kicking, right? And Mm -hmm. they wanted to defer to the second quarter.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: to the second half, right? But he didn't say that. He said, oh, we want defense.
1: Yeah.
0: And when you say that, that means...
1: That means they get the ball at the beginning the of The other
0: this. team would get the ball to right then and at the second half. Right. Because of the, how the wording is. Uh-huh. And they were like, do you mean defer? And he was like... "Well," And it was like, well, yeah, d- d- we want to be on defense starting out. Right, but the way he worded it, it's, it's weird how the rules are. Yeah. He almost gave up both possessions. Yeah. And the thing is that he wasn't even supposed to have been out there.
1: Nope, he was not named a captain. It's, it's Jer Alexander is his name, uh, from um, from on the Packers.
0: But apparently wherever they were playing at. Chicago. That's where he had friends or family from or where he was from. And and it, it, he said, like, you know, I, couldn't, I couldn't understand why everybody was so acting so weird when I said that and everything, you know, but. So yeah. they were, like, talking to him about it after the game, but he almost screwed up for his team.
1: He's been suspended. Yeah. He got in trouble for it because they're like, are you kidding me? Like, number one, you're not supposed to be out there. Number two, you said the wrong thing. You almost cost us the ball. You almost cost us probably the damn game. Who do you think you are? Just because we're in your hometown doesn't mean you get to just trot on out there and act like you're a fucking team captain. You get to sit out for a game.
0: They should have just, I mean, I don't see why they didn't go, whoa, whoa. What the fuck are you doing? Get your ass back on the bench. <laughs> you don't belong out here. Get over there. Because it's a hierarchy but, thing.
1: But what killed me was his attitude after. Like, he was not even a little bit sorry. Like, he was over there with his hoodie on, you know, talking to the reporters with the sunglasses on. He's like, yeah, I guess they didn't know I was from Chicago and I should have been out there. And It's like, motherfucker, shut your mouth. <laughs> you screwed up. Go sit down just just go sit down sweetie
0: <laughs> he acted like he was he was more important of a player than what he really is
1: Charlotte not Chicago I'm sorry Charlotte you know what I mean yeah yeah see look at it can you see that picture of yeah there? yeah <laughs> he's like oh there was a hoodie on it <laughs> it's like calm down sweetie
0: <laughs> yeah you you're, you don't need to be there bud
1: I want to see how many how many years has he has he played uh Oh, oh hell, he's been out for six weeks for a shoulder injury. He hadn't even been playing, and then he pulls this stunt. Yeah. He's lucky they didn't kick him to the bench for the rest of the season. Maybe he'll get to play a couple of games before they end. Before they, well, they only right.
0: got one game left this That's season. That's what
1: I'm saying. Maybe he'll get to play that one game, but maybe he won't. Maybe the coach is going to be like, I guess you're out for the season. You kiss that contract money goodbye, dumbass.
0: Right? <laughs> Idiot.
1: <laughs> um. <clears throat> oh my goodness! We're
0: talking about players and stuff that act like that. I was watching a, a video the other day it was a it was a D one coach talking to a bunch of uh, high school kids. Uh huh. That were out there like at some kind of like not I don't know if it was like a tryout or what, but he was talking to them all. and He goes, "Let me tell you one thing that some in okay, case somebody's never told you," he said what we coaches look for in a player. He said. When somebody says, hey, you need to take a look at this guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, they, they, they'll they give us a name. They'll give us like uh, highlight reels and different videos and stuff like that to watch. But just so you know, and it was funny because some of the kids in this group that they were talking to, you could tell they looked really nervous. He mm-hmm. said, before we look at a single reel, a single video clip or anything of you, any player, do y'all know what the first thing we is we do when we hear when somebody tells us, "Hey, look at this kid," we look you up on social media, kid.
1: See how you're acting. See how you be, behave in public.
0: We look at your social media. If you're over there cursing a lot on your social media, he said. If you're downgrading to, if you talk downgrading towards women,
1: mm-hmm.
0: anything that we don't like. I don't care how good you are, what your stats look like. We're not going to watch a single video of you. We're going to chunk you in the trash pile. You'll never hear from us.
1: I disagree with you a little bit, but I understand where he's coming from. But go ahead.
0: He said, if your social media is riddled with stupid crap like that, we're not, we're not even going to give you a second look.
1: I appreciate that. But th- there are so many guys in the NFL right now that are in trouble for beating up their wives and girlfriends and they won't do anything about it. And I'm like, you cannot tell me that those jackasses didn't brag about shit like that on social media or talk shit about women. Yeah.
0: Because possibly. if you're,
1: if you're willing to raise a hand against a woman, you're willing to talk crap about them to your buddies. Oh yeah. And to the internet, you know? So, I mean, I believe you, but I kind of am like, are they really like that strict about it? Cause I mean, there's so many well, guys, whatever NFL, coach this
0: was and on their team. And it's a D one school. Well,
1: maybe, maybe that's just, maybe that's just how, how they handle it. Maybe
0: that's just how that team handles
1: yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I appreciate that. All of them should handle it that way. Like, if, if you get in trouble for domestic violence, if you get in trouble for dog fighting, if you get in trouble for hurting your kids, um, if you get in trouble for anything, they shouldn't suspend you. That should be written into your contract that you are fucking out on your ass. Because Contract
0: they should, nullified. Yes,
1: they should not put up with any of that crap. Because these guys are their entire life is built around being the biggest, strongest, baddest motherfucker on the field. And that aggroes you up in such a way that sometimes I'm afraid it kind of eats into your brain a little bit and makes you think it's okay to hurt people. For yeah. real. You know? And and I and, and I I mean just Knowing how much violence is in the game, yeah, I, that has to get in your head.
0: Get all aggroed up. It's hard to shut it down sometimes.
1: Exactly. Uh You know. Uh, and but you
0: got to have fun with it. Like that one guy was showing that video of him the other day. I think you had showed it to me.
1: I think he was the Ravens. He was from the Ravens. And they
0: they're at an opposing team, and he was having fun with. It. He looked up at the stands. He was pointing at one of them. and He goes, "Hey, no, 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 you, yeah, yeah, you, you, no, 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 you, yeah, fuck you." <laughs> And he worded them out, fuck you. And then he starts walking down a little bit and he points to somebody else, hey you, hey, yeah, fuck you too. And he's like, nope, 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 over one, yeah, yeah, you, nope, fuck you. And he's like, he does it like 10 kind of yeah. But he, But, I but know you he,
1: know the fans were sitting there just like, do me, do me, do, do me, me, do me, do me, do
0: me. <laughs> and, and, no, and he was like, he wasn't being, he was telling them all, fuck you, but he wasn't doing it. And it sounds weird. He wasn't being like an asshole about it. No, he was, he was doing it with a smile he, It's face, like he was but, playing with the fans. Yeah. He was interacting with them. You know, it was like, He would not be
1: sarcastic or mean or anything. He was just like, hey, you, you, you fuck you. You know, just. <laughs> but it
0: was like one of those things, like when you're, like when you got somebody up on a stage and they're trying to find somebody from the audience to come in and they're like pointing around, do you want to be the one? You know, pointing at different people. Uh, but he was like, no, 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 oh, no, over one, over get 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 their attention yeah that one right there yeah hey fuck you (laughs) you know
1: (laughs) that that has been all over tiktok that that one clip because that's so cute (laughs) because i mean you like to yeah this this guy's i mean this this is their job and they're but you like to see them having fun with it you know and you like to see them just going out there every day they're making a shit ton of money to do it they might as well have fun with it while they're doing it. it. yeah, it's a game. I mean, I mean, don't don't tell some people it's a game, but <laughs> but it is a game. Um, going back to that Jer Alexander thing, uh, where he went out there and was pretending that he was a, a team captain. Do you know the meme of the of of the movie that uh, Tom Hanks was in about the Somali pirates, where the Somali pirates took over the ship and they looked at him and they're like, "I'm the captain now." Um, So it shows that meme and it's got Jared Alexander over that guy's forehead where he's going, I'm the captain now. (laughs) Which is just great. (laughs) Hopefully, he's not going to be just an absolute dick about this whole thing. Maybe he'll take it in good stride and learn something from it, you know? Yeah. Like, and and just not be a dick about it. Well,
0: like you're talking about, just how things just get carried away. Like, certain things get picked from movies. I mean, like, that whole movie. That's probably the only famous part or well-known part from that entire movie. Uh
1: huh. Because
0: it was all over. It's like you see that just put on everything. I'm the captain now. <laughs> you know, and like I've seen that with. Uh, uh, it was a, uh, shit. Star Trek people are gonna kill me. Uh, John Luke Picard and who was the one before him? Uh, uh, uh Kirk. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. With, with Picard looking at Kurt, I'm the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've seen that one too. I mean, it's like everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ah, oh, this has been a year, man. Yep. This has been a This is, you know, people, people have, have, this has been a really bad year for a lot of people. It really has been. 2023 has not been a great year for a lot of people. Okay. we're still getting over covid the economy is coming back but it's not back where it was if inflation is still high gas prices are not where they used to be there's a bunch of shit but just personally speaking from a personal level just you and me sitting here on this couch doing this podcast we've actually had a pretty decent year i think
0: yeah i don't think it's been a bad year i, I mean i got off a nice shift and on day shift
1: I'm doing better at my job. I had a shit month this month, but it's coming back, you know, it's not a big I've, deal. I've
0: enjoyed being on first shift. I mean I've got a little bit more freedom to do what I need to do or what I want to do. Yeah. So I'm enjoying my job.
1: Yeah. I mean we moved into a new office this year over at my job and it's a it's a much, much nicer office from where we were. I mean I got a new car this year. Not a new car, a new to me car.
0: Now I don't have to keep watching these videos about all these new movies that are coming out next year in twenty twenty four. That's now.
1: That's now. Bunch of stuff coming out. That's today. Deadpool three comes out. <gasps> but th- it may not it may not actually come out when we think it's gonna come out because they're still shooting Deadpool Three. Right. And they're gonna have to do of course all the editing and all the you know, reshoots and you know, all right. the other stuff that they're doing. So if it comes out before the end of twenty twenty four, I will be absolutely shocked.
0: Did you see that they're doing another remake of an old movie? What? The Wonderful Wizard of Oz.
1: Oh, man, why are you going to fuck up perfection? Come on now. Now, look, I can get behind a good reboot. Like, I'm fine with it, but that's a classic.
0: I know, but I saw the preview for it. It looked pretty good.
1: Like, why did they redo Wonka? Why did they? Timothy Chalamet, are you kidding me? He doesn't have that weird insanity behind his eyes. That Gene Wilder had. You thought Gene Wilder was going to actually murder those children when he was taking them through the tunnel. That's what you need in Wonka. <laughs> you need to not be sure of those children's safety. But with Timothy Chalamet, I'm like, oh, he's a sweet little snow princess. Like, no. I like Johnny Depp as Willy Wonka the most. He's so- Johnny Depp as Willy Wonka was awesome because he had that insanity.
0: Johnny Depp, is, <laughs> he, he is such a fucking chameleon, though. I mean, like, he can play...
1: He's different in every movie. Yeah. Weirdly different. Like, I don't understand it.
0: Like, he, like if you didn't... did
1: he play Edward Scissorhands? Yes,
0: yeah. he did. So I mean, Edward Scissorhands to Pirates of the Caribbean, and then you have Willy Wonka.
1: Completely, I mean, completely different character.
0: And then I'm going to say this because I feel very comfortable with who I am. But you see those other commercials that he's also in. It's like those cologne commercials. He looks so hot in those. And he is like tip of the iceberg, male sex symbol. <laughs> I mean, I'm just when you see him the way he's got like he's got all his little he's got his he's got all he doesn't have swagger going on. No, he's just an attractive ass He stole like every man's swag on the planet, and he's got he's the he's the tire tip of that swag. Uh, iceberg in this commercial and you're just looking at him like if I was gay (laughs) I would I mean damn
1: (laughs) well okay Now, now hang on just a second you're very straight but tell me if Henry Cavill came into the house and came up behind you and whispered good girl in your ear in his witcher voice would you not do anything the man, man no. said?
0: No, no. I wouldn't have him do that. Like I, like okay, I'm putting you in that separate role, but not say "good girl" in his Witcher voice.
1: His Geralt voice.
0: Geralt. He comes up behind you and whispers on your neck.
1: Fuck. I, I, just, I'd just be a puddle, just you know, just gone. <laughs> but tell me, you wouldn't be either.
0: I got a little bit of goosebumps thinking about Are you that. Sorry?
1: I mean, not everybody. I mean,
0: like, he'd do that and be like,
1: you know, it's like, it's like I'm straight, do? but I'm not like Henry Caville straight. It's all like all that saying. one. He's like,
0: daddy. I mean, oops, sorry. <laughs> it's like, like the one where the guy's doing the axe. Yeah. And that guy's watching it. And he goes and hits that axe and it's like, bust that big old log up. And the, and the guy watching it, daddy. I mean, oh my God.
1: <laughs> it's a lumber snack. <laughs> <laughs> now, you were talking about Johnny Depp being a chameleon. I'm going to show you an actor. And you tell me if this man that's the same person. That is the same person in all four of those roles. Or all six of those roles.
0: Yeah, you've already showed me that before.
1: Yeah, that's Michael Sheen. He, yeah. Um, So he was Aziraphale yeah, he was a Xerophil on Good Omens. He was. Um,
0: Make sure you put those in right after that. They'll start a
1: fire. Oh my gosh! One of the guys on a, he was he was a vampire on Twilight. Um, Edward? Huh? Edward? No, he wasn't Edward. He was one of the Volturi. Um, he was on Tron as a completely different character. But the one that the one that kills me is he was Lucian the the werewolf. In underworld if you
0: look on these batteries see how that's got the bigger spot here that's the smaller smaller goes on top Which
1: side is the top? Oh, the, at, at the top of the, the little thing they don't
0: the part that pushes in mm-hmm. goes against this okay. so it'll push in like that and then you pop it in
1: okay. Okay. but like the fact that this man went from playing just this sweet little British guy to being sex on a stick as Lucian the, the werewolf in Underworld. I didn't even know that was the same person playing that those two roles until somebody pointed it out to me. They're like, Yeah, you know that's the werewolf from Underworld. And I said, No it's not It's like, no
0: it's not No it's
1: not. There's another one I want to show you too. Um because it Johnny Depp, Michael Sheen, and um let me get this guy. I, I got lost again. I'm scared. I'm gonna start Uh
0: Keep talking, I'm gonna put my batteries up.
1: This guy right here. You know who Gary Oldman is? Yes. Yeah. He's like he, the fifth element. Yes. He is another one who is a complete, yeah, like, uh, freaking, um, let's see. He was in Batman. Blumen, what all has he been in? Charter. Um, Charter. Let's see. Batman, the fifth element. Um
0: Fifth Element will go down and history is one of the best
1: movies ever. That's ah, just because you like Mila Jovovich,
0: <laughs> Mama.
1: <laughs> God
0: dang. Mila's.
1: This is the character he played on the Fifth Element. Oh. That one right there. But this is all him. And he looks like he's a completely different person in every single character he's in too. Because as Commissioner Gordon in Batman, that's a completely different look and a completely different character than the guy from the Fifth Element. Yeah, I mean, like I didn't even know those were the same person until somebody pointed it out.
0: So, like, I watched that movie three times before I even realized Bruce Willis was in it. Because <laughs> that was not why I watched that movie.
1: Shakira and Mila Jovovich, those God. are the two women you're leaving me for. And the woman from Game of Thrones. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, Amelia, uh, Amelia Clark. Queen yeah. Yum
0: Yum. <laughs> She will forever be my queen.
1: Speaking of Game of Thrones, I cannot wait till House of the Dragon starts back up again.
0: I want to watch that series again.
1: I do too. So good. So good. That series is what Game of Thrones started out to be and could have ended up being. Yeah. Had those two idiots not ruined it in the last two seasons.
0: Well, yeah, that was such a good show.
1: Um,. I was, I was talking to Gary the other day at work, um, and I was, I was doing my best to poorly describe the scene where Damon wins that war by himself. <laughs> I couldn't do it justice, but as I was describing it, I was getting goosebumps just thinking about, because that he, he was only on screen, that entire episode, he was only in that episode for 10 minutes. Never spoke a word the entire ten minutes. That
0: was the best thing they did about that. When he come out of that and didn't say a word. Didn't,
1: and we did not see the fight between him and the bad. We didn't. See, the we crab, didn't, crab we didn't king or something. To, yes, we didn't need to see it, and they knew we didn't need to see it. And it was because Damon runs into that cave after the after the leader of those bad guys, the, the crab, crab king. The crab king runs into that cave, and then forty five seconds later comes out of the cave, dragging the top part of his torso out, and then just throws it out there where everybody can see it, and everybody's like, okay, we're done. War's over. You won. We're yep. good. We're good. We're good. We didn't see the fight. We didn't hear Damon utter a word. Look, I've got goosebumps.
0: So now I want to hurry and finish this so we can just start watching that. Let's start watching that series again tonight. Okay. I can watch a few episodes before I have to go to bed. But business. you
1: gotta, you got to... Play with your friends.
0: Oh yeah. I'll check to see if they're on. If they're not, we're watching that.
1: Okay. <laughs> like I'm, like I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. But yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, this is this has been a this has been a decent year. There's been a lot of stuff that's come out. Um, I think
0: I, I I've had a good year of the whole things that TikTok taught you. Yeah. There's been a lot of those. Yeah. There's one I learned yesterday and this lady said in the video was like, you know, have you ever been in an argument with your kids where you knew in your soul you were right? And then you find out that those little motherfuckers were right after all. (laughs) And she says, and what I'm talking about, she goes, you know, Christmas time, a lot of things need batteries, you know, and... So you end up having to buy batteries for stuff, but you know, you always have batteries, but you don't know, and sometimes they get mixed up. So you don't know which ones are which, which ones are the good ones, which ones are the bad ones. So you just, you know what, fuck it. we us just throw them away and buy new ones So we don't get them mixed up, mm-hmm. you know, cause if you have something that needs six double a batteries and it doesn't work, are you going to like, okay, is this the bad one or is this the bad one? Are you going to sit there or oh, the one I'm putting in, is it a bad one or a good one? So you don't know. So you just like, fuck it. Just throw them all the way and buy new ones. And she said her kids looked at her just deadpan and like, just drop them on the counter. She's like, what? And so she did a little clip of it. She had four batteries up here. She goes, now for this video, I'm doing this. She goes, I know that two of these batteries are bad. And I know that two of these batteries are good. And I'm going to show you. And she has them standing upright.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And she picks them up, holds them about, four or five inches off the table, and then drops it. And she goes, you notice how that one didn't bounce? She said, put it to the side. That's a good battery. She took one that was bad. She goes, now watch. She holds it up the same height and drops it, and the battery bounces. She goes, bad. And that's what they told me. And so she says that they were doing that, and they separated out the batteries. She goes, all right, so I'm going to try it. So, she grabs some of the batteries that were bad, that, that bounced, put them in a device, and the device wouldn't work. Took the batteries that didn't bounce, put them in a the device, and the device worked.
1: How do you figure that out?
0: Who figured that out? Why? I, why? Why?
1: Who drops batteries to figure out if they're good or not? Like, I don't understand. Is it? Okay. Hang on, okay. You know the movie, The Elementals? Uh, not The Elementals. The, uh, the uh, uh, Fuck, what was the name of that movie? Um, the Marvel movie. The with Eternals. The-, the Eternals. The implication of that movie is we made technological advances because The Eternals showed us what to do. They gave us the combine. They gave us this. They gave us the, the, the steam engine. Because we didn't know how to do it, so they should... Is that what happened? Did they come down and show us to bounce fucking batteries to figure out how to th- that they're right?
0: But I haven't tested it. So when we get done, too, that's another thing. I know we got some good batteries up in that <laughs> thing above the fridge. And so I'm going to get them and drop them and see if they don't bounce.
1: I, I don't understand what has to be going through your mind to figure out shit. Like, why can't I figure shit out like that?
0: Well, see, I, I don't see how people figure out some of the things. Like, even like with video games. Okay, so like you know, I've been playing a lot of Diablo. Of course, recently I've been, uh, buddy of mine's been getting on again, and so I've been like, we were reminiscing about PUBG and mm-hmm. some of the old videos that we made. So we was like, dude, we gotta start playing it. So we did. But now I forgot where I was going with this.
1: Uh, stuff that people figure out. When, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, you got these new uh, Aoz dungeons. They're called Ab- Abattoir, Abattoir of Zir, right? Mm-hmm. Which I had you in, look in up for Diablo. me. It means yeah. um, slaughterhouse. Right. And they're very difficult dungeons. And the kicker on these dungeons is it's not like the other dungeons where you have so many times you can die before you fail the dungeon. On this one, if you go in with one people, two, three, or four, if one person dies, it wipes the entire dungeon you start over. You don't get nothing. Okay. Right? Okay. In all of your different gears, you get what's called aspects. Right? So say like with my sorcerer, I have the the, the lightning ball sorcerer. Uh, it'll throw a lightning ball out and it just goes out slow. Mm-hmm. But if you have an aspect on a piece of your gear, it says that the lightning ball, instead of going out, it circles around you. Okay. So it changes how your character does stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Well, someone figured out, say, like, all right, you put this certain aspect on your ring, right? Mm-hmm. And it's an aspect that will also go, it can also be socketed into your weapon. That you have your main weapon that you use. You have a spare weapon of the exact same type. But this spare weapon, you put the aspect on your spare weapon that you also have on your ring. Okay, so you're going in, and and the way it does, it doesn't double up. Um, if you have the same aspect on two different pieces of gear, it only registers the taller, the high the better one, mm-hmm. right? But you're going in and this one over here that you have on your weapon is going to be stronger than the one that you have on your ring. Because a lot of them, if you put it on a two-handed weapon, you get like 100% increase, right? Okay. So say like whatever one I have, like you do certain amount of damage based off of something, right? And then you go into this dungeon with the weapon with this really good aspect that matches a slightly less quality version of it on your ring. Okay. But then when you go into the dungeon, you take that weapon that you had, your spare weapon, off and put your main weapon back on as you're going to use because it's a stronger weapon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It also has a different aspect on it. But now it tricks the game into thinking that that main weapon, that first weapon that you went in with with that aspect on it, with the with the higher quality aspect, is still active. So that you're basically getting, plus what's ever on your ring. So you're getting like the benefits of two of these aspects, plus the one on the one that you have on your new weapon. And they're, they're calling it snapshotting. Like
1: they're gonna figure that out and nerf it at some point, aren't they?
0: I doubt they're going to spend a bunch of time fixing shit now because there's only like three weeks left of the season.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, they're probably not going to do that.
0: But it's just like, it's, how do you figure
1: this shit out? Well, okay. So there was a there was a a, a, ha- a, a cheat or a hack. or
0: We call it exploit. It's called Whatever
1: it was. And I don't even remember what it did. This was on a game like uh, Resident Evil Veronica X or, you know, like something like that. But in order to do this thing, like you got, it was something like extra levels or unlimited ammo or one of those things. But you had to go to the specific house in the specific level to a specific room, to a specific computer in that room. And you had to do a specific thing on the computer and then open the drawer and then do that thing on the computer and then open the drawer of the desk. And then you had to do that, but it was some ridiculous a number of times. Like, you had to do that, like, 30 times in order for this hack to work. And I'm like, who uh, who was that board that did that that many times to figure out, oh, well, shit, now I have unlimited ammo. And who put that code in there? Do you suppose the person who put the code in started texting people going, Hey, go do this?
0: Well, that's just like in the first modern warfare. There was a couple of maps that had spots that if you got to a certain spot, you looked down at your feet with your gun and started jumping up and down real fast, like rapid firing on the jump button. Uh-huh. That you eventually start jumping and you'd start moving and you would like jump in behind the rock or the side of the wall. Uh-huh. Cliff. And then The coding in the game says, okay, this is a solid object. When bullets hit it, it stops. Right. But there's no code in the game to stop bullets from coming the other direction because it's not needed.
1: It's not needed because nobody would be back there.
0: But people would figure out ways to get back there. And there was another one. There was a rock in the middle of the map that would do that too. And so if you got in that, you could shoot out, but people couldn't shoot in.
1: So you you were invincible. Yeah. That's silly.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you just walk around. It's like, hey, let me try this. Or, or you'll see some, oh, here's a spot where you can get out of the map. I'm like.
1: I just I, I don't understand who has the time to figure out these little quirks of the.
0: I mean, a lot of, of the, the stuff code. was like. Uh, some of it had to be like, like you were saying, like leaked from somebody. Had to be. Because nobody's going to sit there. I, I will not believe for a second that some random person messing around on their gaming system, accidentally figured out the Konami code.
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: There's no way. I'm going to push up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start, and see what happens. Oh, look, I got 60 extra lives. Let's go. Let's go Contra. Nobody figured that shit out. No,
1: that had to have been somebody that was told. Yeah. But we put this in the game specifically to do this. Go have fun. It has to be. Has to be. Has to be. It's like that it's like that, that thing that I read online the other day. This guy got hired by a software company. The first thing he did was go in there and fix a bug that had been bugging him as a user. He and, and he went in there and he fixed the code. Huh? I can barely hear you. Oh you can hear me. Okay. But anyway, he, he got hired on by a software company. The first thing he did was go into the software that they were building... Of this game
0: that of, he was of using. Of this game
1: that he was using, fix something that, as a user, had been bothering him, and then turned in <laughs> his two-week notice and walked out.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's like, finally, fuck, I'm done. <laughs> and then he can go back to playing his shit, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like we were talking about this the other day, you know, goofy code that's in games, and this is one of those things that I honestly do not know if this is an urban legend or if it is real. It depends on what programmer or what computer person that you're talking to as to what they tell you whether or not this is real. But there is a game where
0: just um, the bowling ball. This is the bowling ball you talked about this last podcast.
1: Oh, I did. Okay, the bowling ball on the wall.
0: Yeah, because cardboard actually commented on it oh, because yeah, he texted yeah. me said, I just got to the bowling ball on the wall part. <laughs> yeah,
1: we don't know if it's real or not. Like I don't know if that's an urban legend, but apparently the bowling ball exists. And you know, there you go. So I, I, I'm wondering if some of these little cheats or exploitations in the game, maybe that's a bowling ball situation. Yeah. That they just hadn't figured out yet or don't know how to fix. Because if you fix it, it breaks the game.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's just like in that uh that Dungeons & Dragons game that came out that I was playing there for a while. You know, you level up you get a skill point. You know, and you hold down the button and the little bar will fill up and that's when it uses your skill point someone figured out that if you do that and let go of it and or push you're holding a to use your skill point and right when it gets to a certain spot if you push b real quick and to stop it it will still use your skill point to the attribute that you want but then you still have your skill point to spend (laughs)
1: That has to be a glitch in the game that was unintentional.
0: Yeah, and so you could sit there and level up all of your shit completely to the max and still have <laughs> skill points left over, you know? And you're not supposed to be able to get enough skill points to max out everything, you know? <laughs> and like in Diablo 3, there's a thing like with the mail system. You could mail other people that are on your friends list items. Uh-huh. And you can kind of do the same thing. You send it, and right before it sends, you push B or something. There's some way you could do it to where it would back it out. Uh-huh. But it would still send them, like, if you had this weapon you wanted them to have, you could send it to them. They would get a copy of this weapon, but you'd still keep it. <laughs> so it was just, there's, like, so it's just so much shit that people figure out.
1: But think about... Think about how complex this code is that they're putting in there. I mean, there's no way you can keep track of every single hole no. that you've written into the code. It's just, it's impossible. It's impossible. Um, there, and speaking of code... Um, While
0: you're looking at it, uh, there's also like the one that we that was used a lot in Borderlands 2. Uh-huh. You could go and challenge someone, and if they accepted the challenge, you could say, okay, I'm challenging you. If I lose, you get this weapon from me, and if I win... I get this weapon from you.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And what it would do, it would put like this bubble over you, right? And you had to fight inside this bubble.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But you you initiate this fight. So like I, like I have this super powerful rocket launcher. And then we initiate the fight. I go outside the bubble or I would drop the weapon and go outside the bubble and it automatically lose. And then that other person would get the weapon and then I'd go back into the bubble and pick up my weapon. <laughs> and that's all you had to do? To and you're, You could, like, duplicate weapons that way. Sweet. Let's fight! And I'd drop my weapon, walk out, lose, walk back in, pick it up.
1: Yay! This, uh, this programmer was saying that he was looking at some old code and was initially puzzled by a variable named feet. By a variable named feet. He said he has now worked it out that this was at one point called legend underscore handles. Which then became leg, L-E-G, leg, underscore, hands, which then became feet. So that's how the code can sometimes get away from you. Because if you're trying to, like, work it down into something you understand, it goes from being legend handles to being leg hands to being feet. And I guarantee you every programmer that has ever programmed anything has a story like that. Like you've made some kind of shorthand for yourself that only you understand. And one of my, um, one of my programmer friends (laughs) says that the one thing that scares her the most is not that it's not EMPs. It's, you know, knocking out the electricity. It's not anything like that. The thing that scares her the most is the fact that, our internet is built on code from the 70s and 80s that nobody knows how to program anymore. And what they're doing is they're just taking it and basically copying, pasting it into the new updates. And eventually it's going to stop working. And when it doesn't work anymore, nobody knows how to go in there and fix it because those people don't exist anymore. Those people have all died. And they did not pass down their information. Nobody knows how to do that old code anymore. And it's going to make the internet not work anymore. And they're going to have to build it from the ground floor.
0: See, I have a hard time believing that that these people, that that information didn't get passed down.
1: There's there got to
0: be. It's got to be somebody. It has to be.
1: There is, if I'm, and don't get me lying about the details of the story. But there is some banking system that is run on software that one guy knows how to program. And they bring him in. he Super highly paid because he's the only guy that knows how to do this stuff. They don't teach it in school anymore. And I don't know if he's got an apprentice working for him. I don't know if he's trying to spread this knowledge around. Well, you don't like, want don't to spread know. it
0: around too much because that's your job security.
1: But uh, but he's uh, he's eventually going to pass away, and then what are we going to do? But this banking software is he's anytime it needs to be updated or maintained or anything, they bring this guy in, they fly him in, and he takes care of it because he's the only one that speaks that computer language anymore. I'm sorry, that's scary.
0: (laughs) That just seems like
1: very poor planning on somebody's part. (laughs) Mm. We are all held together with tape and wires, and we just don't even know it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Duct tape, don't fail me now.
1: I don't even think it's as strong as duct tape. It's probably just scotch tape. (laughs) What you got over there?
0: Uh. Talked about that. Uh, <clears throat> one quick political thing. Yeah. From our all-wise and all-knowing Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> um, they were trying to get Hunter Biden to come in and do a testify behind a closed door congressional deposition setting. Right. And he's like, no, I want to testify publicly.
1: Yeah. He said, I'll absolutely be there. But we're going to open up the doors.
0: We're going to do it publicly. Yeah. She said that because Hunter Biden wanted to testify publicly and not in this closed-door Congress, despot dep- dep- desp- can't talk, deposition setting, that uh, referring to Joe Biden said this was an impeachable offense.
1: Sometimes I think she just talks just to see if, like, people take her seriously. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes I think that she just, like, says the most insane things to see who will agree with her.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And then also about the whole, uh, you're talking about Bo Bear, how she's going to be running a different district. Yeah. I've been seeing some stuff on there and interviews that they had on some TV show or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. That she was kind of instructed by members of the Republican Party that if she wanted to remain in Congress, that she needed to switch to a different one.
1: Well, that's because Adam Frisch is getting, he, he was 100% going to beat her. But uh, she, she
0: was actually told by the uh, other members of the house on her side, "You're not going to win your district."
1: No, she was absolutely not going to win.
0: That she's not going to win again. That she needs to go to a different one.
1: But why would that matter? Like I don't understand why switching districts matters. You know what I mean? Like I like I don't understand going from District Four to District Three to stay in. I mean, it's it's still a congressional seat. But
0: Because they're saying that she, like if she was in four,
1: mm-hmm, right? Because she's in four now.
0: And she's going to go to three. Mm-hmm. They're saying you can go to three. and You can win that one because that one's a lock. We're going to have to find someone else who might can win this swing district. Because, sweetie, you can't. You're not going to. Again.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. They were like, "There's no way you're winning this seat, so we've got to get somebody better than you to run in this district." Right. I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, that makes total sense because Adam Frisch was going to stomp a mud hole in her, and she's like all complaining. She's like, "Yeah, um, what was she saying? Ryan Reynolds and um." Bet Midler uh, have put so much money into the district to beat me and they're the only ones pumping up Met, uh, you know, Adam Frisch and that's the only reason he was going to win it's like no it's because you're an insane person and people are embarrassed of you
0: did you see what Green Day did
1: I know that they changed the lyrics of their song American Idiot to say I'm not a MAGA something but I, they I
0: did it at some concert they yeah, said they're not a part of the MAGA or whatever. Yeah, and everybody's like,
1: yeah, Green Day, fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah, Green Day is a hundred percent anti-establishment. <laughs>
0: yeah, I thought that was pretty cool when I saw that. They're old school I was like, punk. Damn, that is <clears throat> that is gutsy.
1: Yeah, it really is. That I, was gutsy on them. I appreciate that.
0: And apparently, uh, Miss Swift is. Made it, finally made it public who she supports in the next election. You
1: saw that, and I didn't. I'm, like, so upset that I missed some Swifty news. But, yeah, apparently Taylor has come out and endorsed. Because there's
0: been a bunch of people trying to give her shit over it on the, on the internet.
1: She endorsed Biden. But, I mean, I think you kind of have to at this point. Because, look, it, it's, I mean, it's it's getting kind of dangerous at this point because Trump has explicitly said he's going to be a dictator. He has explicitly said he has no intention of leaving office. He has explicitly said he is going to take over the country and mold it in his image. And that ain't a good thing. <laughs> like, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. That's bad. Like, having a dictator so like is bad. I like those guys that
0: go out and do those interviews with these people these rallies. And, like he, like, I knew exactly where this guy was going with this. He was talking about you know, you're all about the Constitution. Yeah, right. Yeah, so you, you don't think anybody should ever try to just like just get rid of part of the, any part of the Constitution, right? You're 100% for all of it. Hell yeah, don't do that. And he goes, I'm going to read you a quote. And he read a quote, it talks about how he was going to, even if it takes getting rid of parts of the Constitution. He said, What do you think about that? And he goes, no, that's bullshit. And he goes, That was a uh, quote from Trump. Mm hmm. And the guy, and it was funny because this guy, I mean, he was because he, he's talking about that and some other stuff. And the guy was just like, at the end of it, he was just like, "Shit, dude, you're right."
1: Yeah, most of those guys don't do that though. They have this weird 404 error that you can just see behind their eyes. They're getting that blue screen. Well, behind like their the eyes. one that had
0: the shirt on the that had the the mugshot of Trump. Yeah, and he was walking. It was like he looked like a stoner. Even he was like. Hey, man, what's your shirt say? He says, never surrender. He goes, yeah, don't ever surrender to the to the man, right? So, yeah, he goes, what's that there on your shirt? He goes, Oh, well, this is his mugshot. And, he got, and the guy's like, yeah, his mugshot when he surrendered to the authorities. And the guys just kind of stood there and didn't say anything for like five seconds. And he goes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, er, just heard all the gears just grinding to a halt. Didn't know what the hell to do.
1: Well, it just, it just, the cognitive dissonance that is necessary to be a MAGA Republican. um, Just, it, it absolutely just kills me because, okay, they're complaining about Hunter Biden. He's corrupt. He's a drug dealer. He was benefiting off his father's name. He was doing this. He was doing that. He was doing this. And I'm like, did you not see the Trump kids when Trump was in office, like, did you did you just miss all of the shit that they pulled from the White House? Like, Hunter doesn't work in the White House. He has never worked in the White House. He's never worked for his father. He's never done any of that shit. He is a fuck-up. He is a drug addict. And, yes, he is 100% a Nepo baby. Absolutely. But you had no problem when Ivanka got a job right next to Daddy. Mm-hmm. And when Jared Kushner got a job right next to Daddy... Running the fucking Middle East with zero experience, making $2 billion from the Saudis for some unknown reason that we still don't know what it is. You had no problem with Junior running around, running his mouth all over the country, trading off a daddy's name. Like you were fine with that. The man is regularly coked up, coked to the gills when he's making these YouTube videos. You can tell he's on he's on cocaine he's practically like rubbing his nose i mean he's got practically got a nosebleed this white powder all over his shit i mean and like that's okay (laughs) and you're mad at hunter for doing drugs and having sex and apparently being hung like a horse you're making this guy sound like a rock star what is wrong with you Marjorie Taylor Greene bringing literal porn onto a congressional hearing with cameras and flashing it up there. I'm like, holy shit, is this reality? Like, is, is this what we're doing now? Just... <laughs> and everybody's looking at Hunter Biden's hog up there. And, I, and I'm... I have not seen the unredacted pictures. I have been told the unredacted pictures are something you need to see
0: <laughs> <laughs> makes you want to go 500 and high-fiving pretty fucker.
1: much and it cracks me up because like all all of the all of the uh, the people i know who are i'm not gonna call them biden supporters because i'm not a biden supporter i'm sorry he's not my guy he's just what we have um but all the people i know who are anti-trump are like if you were like trying to make this guy sound cool as shit you couldn't possibly be doing a better job than what you're doing. He drives fast, he does drugs, he hooks up with women, he's got a high-paying job on the other side of the world, his daddy's the fucking president, the guy's a rock star. And you are making him sound more like a rock star. And then you post pictures of his giant hog <laughs> on the congressional floor and you want us to look at this man and go, nah, like, Like, really?
0: Yeah, let's impeach his dad for that.
1: <laughs> let's impeach his son. Let's impeach his dad for him being a fuck-up. I, I really don't think you guys want to go down that road. <laughs> right. That's horrible. But anyway. <laughs> oh, you heard about the Nikki Haley thing. She was at a town hall meeting. You know, she is uh, behind... Uh, I, she is the most sane one that's running. And that's... Real sad, because she's not, but, but she's like the most sane one. But she was at a town hall meeting, and somebody asked her, what was the cause of slavery? And she did not immediately say slavery. <laughs> she said, well, I, I think it was about states' rights <laughs> and government overreach. What do you want me to say slavery was about? <laughs> or what do you want me to say the Civil War was about?
0: <laughs> okay, that's what you just said. You just asked me what was slavery about.
1: Yeah, well, no, she, she, was, she was asked what the Civil War was about. Okay,
0: well, you said slavery. I'm
1: sorry, I, 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 I misspoke. Okay. She was, she was asked what was the cause of the Civil War. Oh, uh, okay. And she did not immediately say slavery. She hesitated. And then she thought for a second. And then she said, well, I think it was about states' rights and government overreach. And the inability of the government to allow people to do whatever they want to do. And I was like, are you talking about white people or black people? Because black people couldn't do what they wanted to do. So we, right. <laughs> That's kind of the whole point. And so uh, and sh- she turned back to this guy and, and she said, does that answer your question? He's like, no, of course that doesn't answer my question. I want you to tell me what the Civil War was about. And she's like, well, what do you think it was about? He's like, I know what it was about. It was about slavery. I want you, you to tell me what you think it was about. And she never would say it. And then she had to go to another meeting the next day and like say, well, of course it was about slavery. It's like, Nikki, sweetie, why did it take you 24 hours to figure out that the Civil War was about slavery?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Of course, having said that, I was raised, it was about states' rights. It was not about slavery. It was about states' rights. I didn't find out until very recently shockingly recently that the texas secession charter explicitly stated slavery as the first reason it was going to war yeah i had no idea no and i've been through i can't tell you how many texas history classes when i was in college they never brought it up
0: because all they taught you were them Indians were bad mm-hmm. the indians were bad
1: the war of northern aggression
0: and uh, Mexicans were bad.
1: hmm well, you know Of course what?
0: you have a bunch of pissed off Mexicans when a bunch of white people come up and say, eh, we want this part too.
1: You know why we went to war with Mexico? Had nothing to do with us taking the land. I didn't find this out till recently either. It was about slavery again. Oh, yeah. Mexico made slavery illegal. illegal. And we were like, oh, no, we're not having that. <laughs> and do you know the reason that Oklahoma has a panhandle?
0: Because of slavery.
1: Because of slavery. Texas ceded that land to Oklahoma because it was above the something-something parallel and above the something-something parallel, slavery was legal. And they're like, well, we're not doing that. We'll just let Oklahoma have that land. Yeah. So Texas was like super into slavery. <laughs> I was never taught that. Nope. That's my education. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Anyway, we have been talking for a really long time.
0: Oh, here's a couple of funny things I saw. Uh, People did a survey, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Don't know how many people they talked to. 50% of the people they talked to admitted they watched some type of fetish porn every night before they went to bed. Do you know what the other 50% said that they watched?
1: Do you know? No.
0: Of course you wouldn't. <laughs> well, we know which part of which 50% you're part of.
1: That's, that was mean. <laughs> that, that, was, that was dirty and wrong.
0: <laughs> it's like I saw this other clip too. It made me laugh. There was this couple they looked like they're probably in their like late 20s early 30s and they they walked they were walking by and this guy stopped and said, "Hey, how long have you two been married?" The guy says, "49 years." And the guy was like, "What?" And even his his wife looked at him like, "Huh?" He goes, for, "That doesn't seem possible. Why why would you say 49 <laughs> years? There's no way you've been married for 49 years." And he goes, "Oh, cuz I count in dog years cuz my wife's a bitch." <laughs>
1: So that's why you said that the other day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I said, what is 17 times 7?
1: Seven? Oh, yeah. We're hitting 17 here in 20 days. Yep. In 20 days, we are hitting 17 years of marriage. Yep. Can you believe that you have been married for that long to one person? <laughs> well, you ain't got to look at me like that. <laughs> Yep, it's about time for you to trade me in for a younger model.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get to tell you my joke I saw. Okay. I just want to tell you the other day. All right. Had Why are Ryan you taking
1: m- your glasses off for this?
0: <laughs> so I can read up close without my Oh, appliances. okay.
1: I thought you were like, you know, nope. cracking your back and stretching oh, your yeah, muscles. And- All
0: right. This guy goes into a bar, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a big jar on the bar. And the jar is full of $100 bills, right? And he's like... Ask the bartenders, Hey man, what's up with this jar of hundreds? And he goes, Oh, cause there's a, there's an ongoing challenge in the bar. It's a three step process. If you can make it through all three steps, you get all the money in the jar. He goes, nice. you want to try it? And he goes, well, if there's that much money. Probably not. So he's sitting there, he's drinking and he gets, he gets fucking plastered. Mm-hmm. Right. And he finally goes, fuck it. And he throws a hundred dollar bill down, but he has to find out, but he, but he Oh, he asked what it was. He goes, okay, step one, It says, you got big Earl sitting down here. It's this big-ass dude. It says, step one is you have to knock Earl out. If you can knock him out, you get past step one. Step two, out back, there's a big-ass junkyard dog out there with a bad tooth. If you can get that tooth out of him, that's step two. Step three, big Earl, well, his grandma was upstairs. She ain't had sex in a long time. You go up there and you fuck her to completion. That's step three. Have you heard this before? No, I haven't. Okay. All right.
1: I'm just excited to see where this is going. All
0: right. So he's sitting there and he's drinking and drinking. And finally he goes, fuck it. Pulls out a $100 bill and slams it on the bar. And he goes, I'm doing this challenge. And he throws the $100 bill in there. And he walks up and he kicks the shit out of Earl. Kicks him right across the fucking face and knocks him out. And of course, everybody's like cheering, ah, oh my God!" And he goes, and he goes running outside, right? And you hear him out there, and there's all this tussling around. You hear this dog whimpering, and then he finally comes back inside, and everybody's like cheering. When he comes back inside, he goes, "All right, step two is done. All right, whew. Okay, so where's this old lady with a bad tooth?"
1: I had to give him the money at
0: that point. <laughs> so was that old lady with a bad tooth. <laughs> that poor dog. That's why he's was <laughs>
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, hang on, hang on. Hang on, let me get this.
0: What are you doing? Uh. What are you doing?
1: I'm looking to see who's playing right now because I think there's a game on. Monday night football not on.
0: Yeah, it'll start at like seven twenty-five or something.
1: That's what I thought. I just don't see it. Oops. Oh
0: not my thinking. gosh! Not there. Oh no, no, no. That's an old. That's other game.
1: That's an old one right there.
0: Yeah, because remember the the Chiefs beat the Bengals.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. All right. Well, I'm not gonna worry about it. Um, <clears throat> I'll watch it later, because uh, we're gonna watch uh, Game of Thrones after this. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> that's like that other
0: one I saw too. Late the day it was these three guys are sitting at a bar, and, you, and it starts off the conversation. Here, one of them go, "Oh no, I do not want any tequila." And the guy's like, "Yeah, I don't want to throw up. That'll make me sick." He goes, "Yeah, man." And so the bartender gives them water, and his first guy's like, "Yeah, I just, dude, I was so drunk when I got home last night. man, I blew chunks." And this other guy's like, well, he had some other story that he did mm-hmm. that was awful. And then the third guy who the bartender was like, oh, maybe you won the whole story thing. He was like, dude, I was so drunk. I went and bought a hooker, took her home, and forgot my girlfriend was still there. Oh, shit. And the guy, and the bartender was like, ooh, that is bad. And then the, third, the very first guy goes, no. And he's like like he was still like hungover and said, you don't realize my dog, my dog's name is Chunks. <laughs> Like, please, yeah, that's bad.
1: Please don't blow the dog. No. no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I um I can't wait to see what Elon Musk is up to in the next year.
0: I could care less.
1: Well, okay. Um all right. Oh Lord, we've been going for an hour and forty minutes. <laughs> Thank you guys for making it this far. Holy crap. If you did. Um, uh, uh, you know, we've had a decent year. I hope you guys have had a good year. I hope you have an awesome next year, and we will see you next week. Not
0: next year. Awesome year awesome this year. Awesome year
1: this year, because it's 2020 freaking four. I'm insane. Me.
0: Now, how many times am I going to fuck up on that date?
1: I don't know. A lot. It's a four.
0: <laughs> mm. I'll screw that up quite a few times, I'm sure.
1: All right. Uh, you can reach me on all the socials at Cricut at Cricut one. You can text me. You can you can text Thomas over here if you want to talk to him. <laughs> and we love you.
0: Bye.